Teaching While Queer is a podcast for LGBTQIA teachers, administrators, and well, anyone who works in academia to share their stories. Hi, my name is Brian Stanton, a queer theater educator in San Antonio, Texas. Each week, I bring you stories from around the world centered on the experiences of LGBTQIA folks in academia. Thank you for joining me on this journey and enjoy Teaching While Queer. Hello everyone and welcome to the first episode of Teaching While Queer. My name is Brian Stanton. I am an LGBTQIA educator in San Antonio, Texas, and I am your host on this podcast. My goal is to bring you stories from the classroom and share experiences as LGBTQIA educators. To start, I'm going to begin with a little introduction to myself. As I mentioned, my name is Brian Stanton. My pronouns are he, they, and I identify as queer, which took me a lot of time to get to because when I was young, that term had a lot of negative connotation. My experience as a young person being LGBTQ was a little fraught, but also pretty mild. I, I got through childhood relatively easy, I would say, compared to some other folks. My uh, freshman year of high school, though, was where I had a huge turning point. I had joined the high school band, and so I was there for band camp prior to the freshman year starting, three weeks of nonstop marching band. And during that time, I developed a relationship with one of the other people in my section. And unfortunately, his mom caught wind of our relationship and immediately called my parents, called the school, and basically outed us uh, for having a relationship which was wild, especially because as a young 13-year-old, because I was born in September and school started right before my birthday, um, I was not quite aware of the terminology that is required to understand your sexuality. I knew that I was different from other people. I knew that I liked boys, but I didn't know that... uh, the word gay meant that. I didn't know what the terminology was for that, and I hadn't had time to process that myself. So first day of freshman year of high school, I had the luxury of walking into a high school campus who knew that I was gay, even though I didn't know what that meant. And it was a wild ride. It was a pretty bumpy few years. Um, And to be honest, the biggest lifesaver for me was the fact that my band director pulled me into the office that very first day to check to see how I was doing because she had caught wind of everything that was going on. And that one conversation kind of let me know that I had, I had somebody in my corner. And then I spent some time trying to figure out, you know, what does this all mean to me? what should I do in order to be able to come to terms with who I am myself as opposed to having to come out on somebody else's terms. So I kind of laid low for a bit, dated girls, dated boys, tried to figure out who I was, um, and ultimately decided on me being queer. And it took a while getting there, as I mentioned. College was a wild ride, but I was so comfortable being myself by the time I got to college because four years of people knowing you're gay, even if you're not quite ready to tell people that, uh, it kind of prepares you. And so I've had the luxury of being out since I was 13 years old. And, um, and it's been exciting because I haven't had to deal with a lot of struggle because I've had a lot of time to get comfortable with myself. And 
as life went on, it, that just got easier. I met my husband in 2008 and we were married in 2009 illegally um, because we woke up to Proposition 8 passing in California and kind of flipped out a little bit. Um, we didn't think that that was going to happen. And it's really wild thinking back about like when I was young, there were laws I was breaking that I didn't even know existed. And then even going into adulthood and, you know, finding someone to spend the rest of my life with, I ended up, you know, having to subvert laws and have my own secret ceremonies. And even though they didn't have legal ba backing, um, they were important to us. And the great thing is that in 2013, we were able to be one of the first couples in San Diego, California to be legally married once the uh, Supreme Court overturned the Proposition 8. And so it's been a wild journey and that's really helped to inform my philosophy when it comes to teaching. My main goal is to be the teacher that I needed when I was in high school. My band director that first day was that teacher that I needed and Fortunately for her, she got to go on to pursue her advanced degrees in music education, but that meant for us who were left on the campus that she was no longer there. And so it was kind of disheartening because that one person who I knew was my safe person ended up leaving. And the funny part is that I've had a conversation with her recently as an adult, and she doesn't even remember that situation, but it meant so much to me it really like changed how I was able to connect with other people and how I was able to interact in high school, not feeling ashamed of who I was, but like allowing myself to space to figure it out. And so my goal as an educator is to be the person that I needed when I was in high school. And while things have changed dramatically since I was younger and laws have been passed to protect people, a lot of things are very similar. It's still difficult to come out. And the fact that we have a necessity of coming out to explain to somebody that I love somebody of the same sex or that I am not the person that my body shows me to be is wild. Because you'd think after 20 plus years and so much movement in society that the culture of high school would change. And the reality is it has and it hasn't. And so my goal is to be that person that somebody can come to on my high school campus to just know that they're safe and comfortable talking to. I am the sponsor of our LGBTQIA organization on campus. And so the idea is that that is a safe space for students to be able to talk amongst themselves about their experiences and to have camaraderie, which is something I didn't have when I was a kid. When I was in high school and I was going through this outing and kind of having to rediscover myself, I really struggled because while I had my set of friends, I didn't have that LGBTQ group. I didn't have resources. I didn't have people I can really talk to about it to understand what was going on and what were the things that I was feeling and experiencing. And so it's been really exciting to see students come together just to share their experiences and support one another. This past year, 
I was lucky enough to have been selected to be the teacher of the year for my district, which was a really amazing experience um, and also very daunting because it puts a spotlight on you. And I've had experiences both good and bad because of being this teacher of the year. But the biggest takeaway that I had from it was this opportunity to get up and speak in front of all the faculty of the entire district during a big meeting. And I shared this story. I shared a story about my being outed by a parent and what that felt like to kind of be isolated and lost. I shared the story about my band director and how she came to me to ask me how I was doing and was one of the only people to check up on me after that situation. And the reality of it is we all in education have the ability to be that person for somebody. And my goal was to encourage folks, educators, administrators, counselors to be that person for the students here. We all have the capacity for empathy. We all have the capacity to support one another. And it's about time that students feel support regardless of who they are. And so my big moment in this speech was to just remind folks that high school students, they want to like seem hard. They want to seem like they've got everything under control and they don't need anything. But the reality of the situation is those kids still need love. They still need to be cared for. And all of us have the capacity to do that for every student on this campus. And so regardless of our beliefs, we should be able to support our students and provide a safe space for them. This has been wild for me because of the fact that I'm also the father of four. I have four children that I adopted with my husband, three of which were adopted on the same day we were married in 2013. We were up in Orange County, California, legalized their adoption, drove down to San Diego, got legally married, everybody changed their name on the same day, and it's a big holiday for us to celebrate. And then a year later, we ended up adopting a baby, and we've gone the full gamut now. We've got a 19-year-old, and we've got an 8-year-old. We've ran all the age groups, and it's so important for me to be authentic. When I became a teacher, one of the first things I said to my administrator was, there is no closet for me. I understand that I've moved from California to Texas. I understand that politically things are different, but there is no closet for me because of my children. They are not going to be expected to lie that they have two dads. They're not going to be expected to not share family experiences or photos or things like that because I'm trying to play it safe in academia. And so I was very forward when I started that this is who I am and I'm going to be here to support all students. And I have worked with students who don't quote unquote agree with uh, LGBTQIA people and we get past it. I support them in their academic or their theatrical needs as it were. And we are able to work together. And I've also worked with students who are part of the LGBTQ community, and that has been really rewarding because I know that I'm giving back to a community that has helped me so immensely by creating or rather ushering through the next generation of folks to be their authentic selves. I mentioned that my pronouns are he, they. That discovery happened within the last year and a half. And... It's so interesting to me because I think there is so much 
more freedom for young people today to be able to discover who they are at a younger age, which I love. And so it got me really thinking about what do, what do I feel about myself? Here I've been so comfortable with being gay for, you know, 20 plus years. What is it that, that I really am? And it got me thinking, and that's why I, I now identify as queer. So all of that to say, this past school year was incredibly hard for most teachers around the world. It's a common theme. And one of the things that I wanted was to create a space for LGBTQ teachers to share their stories because so many of us don't have that space to share. And so I hope uh, that you will join me on this journey. And I'm looking forward to interviewing folks from around the world. And I ask that if you are an LGBTQIA plus teacher and you are interested in being on this podcast, please email me at teachingwhilequeerpodcast at gmail.com so that we can schedule your interview because I want to hear your story. I want you to be able to share your story. And I just want this to be a space that allows for everyone to be seen and heard. And I'm just so looking forward to it. Today is a short episode, and I invite you to join us again in August when we launch the full season. I'm hoping to interview 36 teachers this summer and provide an episode once a week during the school year. So if you are a teacher interested in being on this podcast, please contact me. Again, my email address is teachingwhilequeerpodcast at gmail.com, and I look so forward to hearing from you soon. Have a great day, and I hope to see you or rather, hear from you in August. Thank you for joining us for Teaching Wild Queer podcast. Again, my name is Brian Stanton, and I hope that you enjoyed this episode. If you're interested in joining us on the Teaching Wild Queer podcast, please head to our email address, teachingwildqueerpodcast at gmail.com. We look forward to launching the full first season in August 2022.